Hey, it's Ian Altman. Our guest this week is Jeff Ram. I saw Jeff speak at a conference recently in Dallas and was blown away with his message on his topic, which happens to be a book he wrote as well, called Celebrity Service. We're going to talk about the biggest mistakes that businesses make when it comes to customer experience. We're going to talk about the steps that you can take to create a wow factor when it comes to your customer engagements. And Jeff will lay out the specific steps that you can implement in your business so that your clients feel like they're getting celebrity service. You're going to learn a ton and have a great time with Jeff Ram. Jeff Ram, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ian. Lovely to be here. Can you start by sharing something surprising about you that our audience may not know? Ooh, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Ah. And above my shoulder right now in my office, I, I, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to tell you who's looking at me. Um, we have Carrie Fisher. Sir Alec Guinness, we have uh, Peter Mayhew. I have a wall dedicated, full. These are these are my these are my champions in the office. They are all signed original autographs of some of the amazing cast. So there you go. There's a a little something about me. Now listen, if it's the Carrie Fisher one in the swimsuit <laughs> from the Job of the Hut scene, um, then listen, we're going to have to take it all offline. <laughs> let's let's well I, th- I think we we we'll, we'll do Skype video. Let's do Skype video. No, I tell you what it is, Ian. It is the it's the Hoth. There's a there's a the Hoth switches in a, in a white outfit on Hoth. Yeah. So uh, it's it's. Do you know what? I've become a bit of a collector over the years. So it's it's something that I thought you know it's I'll put it in the office. It's a real it's a real great thing to to have. So yes, I'm a bit of a Star Wars nerd, unfortunately. Well, you know what? I, I've, I've seen you speak and captivate an audience, so the nerd stuff doesn't necessarily come through, but I'll give you a Star Wars fan. <laughs> a fan, yes. I, I, I have a few Jedi mind tricks on stage, and uh, maybe <laughs> we'll talk about those later. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, the, the, the point where you levitate the audience, really, that's something that most people don't see, and that, that would have been the most surprising thing for me. So, it's when you, yeah, it's when you grip the audience with that little, you know, the little grip that he does. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard I've heard some people some people put in the contract that you're not allowed to do that anymore. So I just yeah, you know. it's not. It, it, 2017 was a great year, but they, they stopped doing that this year. It's, it's a bit of a shame. It's that's just such a travesty. So <laughs> I, I asked you on because of your expertise when it comes to this notion of celebrity service and providing mm-hmm. that service that really is above and beyond. But before we get into that, in terms of what people should be doing. What's the biggest mistake that people make or misconception they have about great service? I might be controversial here, uh, so why not? I think the biggest mistake we make is we think we're already good. Yep. I think we, we think everybody listening to this to this show right now is thinking, yeah, I'm good. You know, I'm I'm, I'm eight, nine, I'm ten out of ten. I think the, I think the mistake we make is we think we're we're blooming good at what we do and the realization is when i when i deliver my material is people then suddenly have that little aha moment oh i'd never saw it i never saw the 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 areas where we could go even further so i i do believe we think we're already good and that leads to complacency complacency leads to the dark side ian ah so we get to we get to uh 
We get to bring it back to the Star Wars theme, which is awesome. So, so, and and part of it is it probably falls into that category of you ask an audience, and eighty five percent of them believe that they're above average, which which statistically is impossible for eighty five percent to be above average. And so, so is it is it just more that people lose sight of? what other people are doing and what great is, or is it just that, well, someone once told them that they gave really good service. So they believe that now they deliver that same experience to everybody. I think what it is, you can believe the hype on TripAdvisor. You can believe, you know, you you will have a questionnaire that goes out to your client, to your customers. Would you recommend this service on the scale of one to 10, one to five? Where would you rate us? And of course, we go into these meetings and we say, look, we're we're four out of five. We're 90%. Last last month, we were 88%. We're, We're on a great curve. The the problem is, you know, we, we, we have these statistics, we have these things, and we're doing quite well, and we begin to believe them until a disruptor in the marketplace comes along, until somebody comes in and completely outperforms you on service experience, and we should never be outperformed by the competition. The problem that I see, and it's not from where people lie, it's 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 the it's the textbooks that are out there. It's the videos that are out there. It's the learnings and the teachings that are out there, Ian. I do believe one of the biggest problems is for 40 years, customer service, the world of customer service has, has remained the same. And let me give you an example. Every customer service experience book that you have on your bookshelf now, every video that you've ever seen online, the, the, the teachings will tell us two things. One is this. You must always go the extra Mile. Yeah. And the next one is you must always exceed expectations. Yeah. Congratulations. Well done. You've now just fallen into the trap of every business in the world that is trying to go the extra mile, trying to exceed expectations. There is, you know, if you are a manager, director, entrepreneur, CEO of an organization right now, you, you turn to your team, you turn to your staff, you turn to everybody in your organization and say, right, everybody. 2019, let's go the extra mile. <laughs> this, these words, these phrases are 30, 40 years old. There's nothing new in the world of customer service until now. And I just think we need to be inspired. We need to think a lot differently. Um, and thankfully, there, there are some techniques and some tools, and there's a philosophy that is, uh, is out available now that can completely redesign but also redefine our own levels of service within ourselves, within our team, within our organization. We should never, ever get complacent, but we do. We think we're already good because statistics say that we're pretty good. But let's let's move it up a notch. You know, life is too short. Let's move it up a notch. Let's make that next next client experience, let's make that next year the greatest we've ever had. And really not set the bar. I'm talking about melting the bar, doing something else, creating some different way of where everybody in the world is talking about your business, your experience. That's, 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 that, that's the part that excites me. That's the part that excites me where we can completely redesign and redefine our own levels of service. And and you convey these ideas so brilliantly on stage. I remember I had the pleasure of seeing you speak recently where you and I didn't know each other. And I, I thought to myself, right. well, I don't know who this guy is. And then you took the stage and I said, I got to get to know this guy <laughs> because it was just really captivating to give people 
a different perspective in the stories you shared about what you referred to as celebrity service. So, so give it, give us a sense of what you mean by celebrity service. Okay. Okay. So if we all think we're delivering a high level of service in what over 40 countries, 40 individual countries around the world, including obviously where we, where we met in the U S in, in Dallas, not so long ago in 40 individual countries, I will, uh, majority of the time walk on stage and ask the audience the following question on the scale of one to 10 if one is abysmal where 10 is incredible what levels of service what number would you give yourself for the service that you're delivering right now today for your clients your customers the global average of all the audiences because people put their hands up at certain numbers that i shout out the vast majority of the room say eight Okay, that's a global average. Some people will say six, seven, nine, maybe it's a few tens. Eight is the sweet spot. I say, okay, eight out of 10. What happens if your next customer who would tweet, email, walk into your store, uh, call your your office now, your next customer was an A-list celebrity Hollywood god or goddess? What would you say differently? What would you do differently? How, how quickly would it take you to get that proposal to them? How would you deliver that service to that person who is an A-list? We're talking here, Ian, uh, Angelina, Brad, George, Cameron Diaz. We're talking this level of celebrity stardom, right? What levels of service would they receive compared to a normal everyday customer like Jeff and Ian? And when I show people on stage the philosophy and where celebrity service came from, which is a true story, and I share with everybody in the room the real people, and this is it, the stories, the people that I come across, the people who are delivering, forget going the extra mile. These people are so far ahead, you can't even see them. This is called celebrity service. And you try and you create and you're inspired to create the celebrity service gap. And, and I know we're on Skype at the moment, but if you can imagine putting your hand up to, to your face, um, you know, sort of as a, as a bar, as a barometer, yep. you're delivering a high level of service. If this next potential customer of yours was an A-list celebrity, your service would increase. And you get your second hand, you move it further up, and you create that little gap, that tiny little gap. And that's the gap called celebrity service. The gap you don't realize exists within yourself, within your team, within your organization. But it's a gap that if you can fill, the competition can never outperform you. And I, I like I say, I, I, I share real life stories. I bring it to life. I have a lot of fun on stage. Um, I'm a very, very passionate speaker. And the greatest thing, as, as you know, in, in, in your line of work, in your sector and topic as well, Ian, the greatest things that we receive as speakers are the results from the audience, the moment you leave that stage. And I'm seeing a real shift in, in some of the brands that I'm working with, the entrepreneurs that, 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 that see me speak. And that is, yeah, that's just the best. It's just uh, the best feeling, feeling of it all. It's, it's remarkable. And it's funny because when businesses think about their competitors and who they're compared against, 
what they typically do is they think, well, within my sector, so, gee, we provide really good service mm-hmm. compared to other financial service professionals, or we provide really good service compared to other technology firms. And it's interesting because I've had a guy on the show, um, a friend of mine, Barry Glassman. Glassman uh, Barry runs a firm called Glassman Wealth Advisors. They deal with high net worth individuals and um, they're a very successful wealth management firm. And when Barry was on the show, he said, I asked him, I said, well, so when you're trying to deliver service, how do you, how do you compare what's the benchmark? And he said, well, my biggest competitor is Ritz-Carlton and Four Seasons. Yeah. And yeah. he said, because my clients are used to that level of service. Exactly. And, and so yeah. it's not the comparison of the other wealth advisor. It's – when they come, when when you when you show up at their office, and if if I went to their office and had a cup and came in the afternoon, had a cup of Earl Grey with a certain sweetener and a splash <laughs> of milk in it, when I come in the next time, and it could be three months later, yeah, his his office admin will say, "Oh, Mister Altman, it's so great to see you. Um, it's Earl Grey with this sweetener and a splash of milk, right?" And yeah. and they'll know. Months later, what you drink, what you prefer, if you came in and said, oh, gee, do you have sparkling water? And if they didn't, which I know they do, but if they didn't, the next time you came in, rest assured they would have it. Yeah. Because to your point, if you were an A-list or celebrity, they would. So, oh, why, that, yeah. so why wouldn't they if you just happen to be a great client? <laughs> I mean, you know, picture the scene, right? Picture the scene. You're, you're, uh, somebody listening on to this podcast now, your office closes at 6 p.m. tonight, okay? And a, an A-list celebrity, Hollywood, God or goddess, let's just call him George, <laughs> uh, calls you at half past five and says, hi there, I'm George Clooney. I'm a famous, hunky, sexy movie star. He said, I'd like to come to your office and, and, and you know, to, to look at you, you know, taking on a, a new client, a, a myself. Um, but my flight doesn't get in till six o'clock tonight. I'm not going to clear customs. I'm not going to. I'm going to get to you about eight o'clock tonight. Will you still be open? <laughs> and anybody who's listening to this show right now, Ian, they'll still be open. Yeah. If I was to call you at half past five this evening and you close at six. I'll be directed to come into you tomorrow. Yeah. And there's a difference. It, 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 we can have a lot of fun with this. You think, well, no, Jeff, I'll see you at 8 o'clock. No, no, no. The realization of, of, of what we do. You see, we, we, we can have barriers. We have red tape. We have policies. We have procedures. And we all know that celebrity who is, is wanting a, a meal for family and friends, you know, at the table for 10 at that restaurant, and the restaurant is fully booked – Believe me, they managed to find a table. And if, if, if you can use anything from, from what we're going to talk about today is you will always find a table for that celebrity. So please find that table for every single client existing and potential that you will come across because you will be talked about the world over, not just in your town or city, the world over. It's redesigning and redefining. And celebrity service, as you have I've seen a tiny sneak preview in Dallas, uh, Ian, celebrity service is something that is new, it is fresh, it's engaging, but you know what? It, it excites teams. It excites people who think, you know what? We can do this. I never thought about this. And I use celebrity as a, as a wonderful acronym for consistency, excitement, 
love, engagement, bravado, response, independence, thank you, and you and your team. There's nine components that you can completely look at to say, how can we deliver celebrity service for this client tomorrow who's coming in, who we know, and you give that the celebrity service treatment. You create celebrity service moments, and that's something a little bit more exciting than getting your team around at a conference or in a meeting and saying, we need to go the extra mile. You share so many great stories <laughs> on stage of of different experiences that equate to celebrity service. So, so yes. if you wouldn't mind indulging us with a little bit of uh, – of a story or two that'll help kind of solidify this for the audience. That would be great. Oh my word, my word. What shall I go? I, I tell you what, I'll, 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 I'll do a quick, a, a fairly quick story. It wasn't the one that you saw in Dallas. I'm going to give you something a little bit different, Ian. Um, my wife, Haley and daughter, Grace, they went to London to go and see a, a show, you know, like a, a West End show. Yep. So Elliot, uh, our our son and I were having breakfast. We're at home. We're, we're three, four hours away from London. We're in the northeast of England. And Elliot turns to me at breakfast time and says, Daddy, can can we go on a big train? Because the girls have gone down on a big train down to London. And I said, yeah, 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 we can go on a big train today. Knowing we're not going to take, you know, a, an eight hour round trip to London. But I thought, right, let's. Let's go on a big train. Let's let's get a big train. So we we got to Newcastle Central Station, the the, the main train station to where we live, about sure. ten miles away. And I went into the ticket office, and I went up to the lady in the counter, and I said, "Next big train, please." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of what I do. And she said, "Sorry," I said, "Next big train." She said, "Where to?" I said. Look, I've got my son here. We, we just want a, a big train so we can go on a big train. But we're just looking for a journey of about an hour. So an hour north of um, Newcastle is a place called Berwick, which is just on the Scottish border. Or south is a, a lovely uh, historic city called York. Yep. And I said, just, just, just an hour. And she looked on the computer. She tapped on the computer and she said, oh, there's a train going to Edinburgh in 11 minutes time i've taken not- that train <laughs> have you, have you? I, have, I have taken that train <laughs> we're going to find out very soon that we run the same train this could be quite quite spooky <laughs> and she said in an 11 minutes time it's going to edinburgh but it stops at berwick i said perfect i'll have i'll have two tickets she said how old's your son and i said he's he's four she says ah under fives are free he doesn't need a ticket. Now, at this part, I'm like, ka-ching. Yeah. You know, I've, I've made some money. I've actually sure. made some money. And it's good news. And what I'll ask your listeners right now on this podcast is, how many of us genuinely see a, see the opportunity to, to, to deliver some good news? And I'm guessing 100% of people listening in, yeah, I, if there's some good news, I will tell the customer, and then they feel great. But how many of us, be honest, See the opportunity to go one step further. Because this is where celebrity service lies. She said, he doesn't need a ticket. You know, under five, he's free. But I think he'd like a ticket. What's his name? I said, Elliot. And she took out a blank train ticket um, from the machine. And she picked up a, a pen. And she wrote three words. 
on this ticket. She said, there you go, Elliot. Have a wonderful journey. His face lit up. <laughs> we walked out of the of the ticket station of the, of the office, ready to ready to get on the train. I said, "Are you okay?" He said, "Yeah." And he said, and he had still had this beaming smile on his face. I said, "What's the matter?" I said, "Look," and I took the car off him, and I was like, "Oh my word!" The rock star top performer you're looking for in your sales organization isn't looking for a job right now. In fact, they are totally content crushing it for somebody else. The folks at Peak Sales Recruiting have discovered an approach so that those rock star candidates will quickly discover that they're better off working for you than for somebody else. And if you've ever wondered, what are the right questions to ask to know if I'm getting a great candidate or just someone who's going to be okay? Well, they also have a sales interview guide available. You can learn more about Peak Sales Recruiting and get their free sales interview guide by visiting peaksalesrecruiting.com slash Ian. Oh, my word. How cool is that? And I put it up to the sky. I took a photograph. That photograph is now in the new book. It's, it's, it's in part of my talks. And on this ticket was three words. And it just said, Elliot's Magic Ticket. How special That's is that? That's all it was, right? Elliot's magic ticket. Now, there'll be some people on this podcast listening right now thinking, oh, how wonderful. How, how wonderful is that? How brilliant. Great. You saw an opportunity. Oh, there'll be some people on this podcast, Ian, that say, well, that's a waste of card. <laughs> so, <laughs> and this isn't the right podcast for them, if I'm honest. They need to go and listen to something else. <laughs> but there's people are thinking, how wonderful is that? But this is it. This is the world we live in now. What did I do with this photograph? Hey. It was my third biggest Facebook posting of last year for the likes, the shares, the comments. I tweeted uh, Sir Richard Branson. I tweeted uh, the the ticket, the the train company itself. It got liked and retweeted to 2.2 million followers. Yeah. And we had a horrible day in Berwick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it was rubbish it was it just rained constantly uh so we we got the first train back and but we got on a big train and i walked along when we got back to newcastle i walked along to the platform edge and i recorded a a, a quick video on my camera and i never knew the lady's name and um literally she uh I, I did this video and elliot had a little cameo appearance and the video is actually on my youtube channel as well and um, I posted it, and 24 hours later, somebody had put on the comment, they said, oh, my word, they said, that's my grandma. She wrote Elliot's Magic Ticket. And how cool is that? I, d- I never knew her name, and, and somebody who'd seen the video. So, um, it, look, it's about real life, real life examples. And if you can deliver that absolute celebrity service moment, that piece of magic, that Jedi mind trick, call it what you will. If you can deliver that, you know what? We share it with the world. We used to share it with, what, four or five people in the olden days, back in the 1980s. Oh, if you receive good service, you'll tell four people. If you get bad service, you'll tell 10. You receive good service now, the whole world can find out about you in minutes. And this is a game changer. Delivering celebrity service to a point where people are raving about you from around the world in minutes, and that is that is powerful. That's 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 powerful. That is powerful future sales, Ian. 
Absolutely. You know, it's, you know what, it's, it's, it's a remarkable thing. And, and I just think that it's easy for someone to think to themselves, well, but it would cost too much. Everyone's knee-jerk <laughs> reaction is it would cost too much. And what did it cost yeah. for her to write those three words on that ticket? Yeah. And guess what? She didn't do it because she knew that you would post this on social media and it would go viral. She had no idea who I was. She has no idea my following, no idea what I speak about. I am just a a normal dad taking his son on a big train somewhere. Yeah. And and I think that's the, (laughs) that that's the part of it that is, that is really just a remarkable piece is just for people to understand that little aspect that it wasn't anything over the top. It wasn't like, no, you no. know, they, they did anything that, that cost them a fortune. No. I, I, and do you know what I love and I always have done and I always will. And I will continue to do this for the rest of my business life. I will always champion the, the, the person that's unnoticed, you know, that, that person that does something. And I, I've got a, there's a, there's a page in, in, in the book right at the beginning, page 14, and I, I'll read this out. And I, and I do, and I believe in it. I've wrote here, to the people who put a smile on every customer's face, I thank you. Your service will never go unnoticed. And Lady Pam, who who, who did this for, for the Elliot's Magic Ticket and, and many other examples, I think what it, they, they will never go unnoticed. And I, I will champion them. I will add them into my talks. My talks and content is forever changing with new, fresh ideas and and. But it's these moments that audience members, and you know this more than anybody, Ian, audience members can connect. Absolutely. Say, oh, I've been on it. I've been, I've, I've been served, you know, in, in, in a similar way. Or we can connect with that Uber driver, with that restaurant, with that airline, with that person. And it's when you bring these stories to life, yes, it's great. But the biggest part of this, and I think this is where I, I I differ from most, is I will ensure you because when I do when I do Elliot's Magic Ticket, when I do this story, not everybody in that room has a has a railway franchise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's great when you do real railway franchise conferences. It's like, whoa, this is a given. But not everybody has that. But I always twist it and turn it to that organisation or that sector, and I say, look. This is how you can use this in your everyday business. And it's always relating. It's real life example from a sector you know how you, you don't know anything about in a country that you've never seen to a person that you've never known, but how you can bring this into your business. It's, it's, that, it's that human experience that uh, it doesn't matter what business you're in. It's, wow, they did something that was exceptional. I remember um, a couple of years ago, we, we spent a couple of weeks in the UK just touring around with the family. And we stayed downtown London at the Grosvenor House, which is this beautiful property. Mm. And our son has celiac disease, so he can't eat anything with gluten in it. So we'd give him a okay. heads up in advance. We get there, and of course, the staff is amazing. And their executive lounge, which as someone who travels a lot, I'm fortunate to have access to their executive lounge. <laughs> we're, 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 we're using their, their – they're taking advantage of their executive lounge. And, and as the – as the concierge is taking us on a tour of it, I see the look on my son's face, which is, but I can't eat any of this stuff. He didn't mm-hmm. say it, but he's thinking it. And right about then, this person notices and he says, and of course, for you, young man, 
Here are all the things that are gluten-free, but we can't be sure that people haven't cross-contaminated. So anything you want, you let me know and my team know. We're all prepared. The chef has a whole separate supply of everything that we know is gluten-free for you for your entire stay. So everything you see here and everything this week, there is a gluten-free version just for you. So obviously he's smiling. This is great. So we're there for several days. But the, but in, in each night they have these gluten free chocolate chip cookies for him that he's really enjoying. <laughs> so the last the last night the last night the concierge comes out and he says he says to my son Isaac he says so uh, how are those how are those chocolate chip cookies and I says they're good and he goes they're good but they're not great he said will you give me a half hour the chef and I talked about something we have an idea for you wow and Isaac says yeah sure. And so they bring in some M&Ms because, God forbid, it should go a half hour without having some sweets um, <laughs> at, at the property. And, and a half hour later, they come out with, um, with what, he, it, what, what there they would call a pudding. Here they would call a souffle. And yes. this, this gluten-free souffle for him. And the concierge looks at me and says, it's just for him, not for you. Because <laughs> you can eat all the other things. And my son is just sitting there feeling like royalty. And, of course – I wrote about it in one of my columns, either Inc. Mm-hmm. or Forbes, about this amazing experience and what they had done and all these additional things, which they had no idea what happened. They didn't know who I was you know, from anybody. But it, it was just that level of experience. And what did it cost them yeah. to make that yeah. souffle versus how many times have I told that story? Exactly. Exactly. Um it, you know, Isaac, he, he got he got celebrity service there, yeah. there and then, and you never know who is who you're serving. You never know their reach. I mean, you might have left there and, and thought, "Well, I didn't really like the cookies," and we you may never have brought it that up. But when when was that visit, Ian? When was that visit? That was years ago. There you go. Years ago, you. it's still fresh in your mind, like it happened yesterday. Yeah. And I tell you what, it's fresh in the mind. For, it's fresh in the mind. I'm going to be controversial again. It's fresh in the mind for two reasons. One, it was incredible. I get, and everybody's like, oh, well, that's great. It's fresh in the mind. And we never forget these experiences. It's also fresh in the mind because I bet you nobody else has done anywhere near that in two years. Yeah, that's no, probably true. Nobody, nobody's ever come close. Have you got to, have you got to get on a long haul flight back to London to receive that again? That shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Think of think of all of the hotels, all of the places as a family you have been in the last two years. And that's why I'm saying organizations, I, I work a lot with hotels, I work a lot with airlines, I work a lot with retail, all sorts of sectors, financial as well. We all think we're delivering a high level of service. But if you're telling me and I'm telling you that, you know, that, that train journey was the only one that I can remember in, two, in a year, that's the only hotel that you can remember in two years – how many millions, billions of customers out there are only remembering the great stuff? And if, if the organizations who are delivering celebrity service are the ones that stand out, they will remain number one in their marketplace. Absolutely. But for the rest, stop stop looking at the reviews. Stop thinking four out of five is good. Stop thinking that eight out of ten in the celebrity service world is good. It's not. Because as soon as an A-list celebrity tweets, emails, walks into your business – you go way beyond the 10. 10. Oh, 10 is the starting point. 10 is the starting point to outperform the competition. And I'm just, I'm, I'm glad you shared that story because it just, it really does highlight that in two years, nobody else has done anything anywhere near as good. Yeah, it's, uh, 
It's remarkable stuff. So, Jeff, what's the best way for people to learn more about you, to get in touch? Where can Ooh. they find celebrity service? Yeah. Ooh. Here we go. Here we go. Um, if you want to contact me direct, you can go straight to the mothership. Um, I was going to say Death Star. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll call it the Death Star. Sure. Um, the de- which is, you know, everything's there. Everything's there. So we go to Jeff Ram. Now, for for some of your American listeners right now, that's Jeff with a G, would you believe? Yep. So it's G-E-O-F-F. And then Ram, which is R-A-M-M, as in Mickey Mouse. Yep. So JeffRam.com. And if you go there, you will see the topics that I do. And you'll also see some of the videos, some of the videos. So you'll actually see Elliot's Magic Ticket on there. And if you go there right now, and I uploaded this about a a week ago now, you'll actually see the 20-minute TED-style keynote that I did on Celebrity Service. So I did the – and this is where you – this is where we met in Dallas. sure. So if you want to – if anybody wants to know what inspired you to – create this Skype call. It came from the talk and that is now on the website. So jeffram.com and on that video, that one, one, one 20 minute video, 10 minutes is dedicated to where celebrity service came from. I never sat in a darkened room to come up with something new and exciting for the marketplace. It happened live on stage and I tell that story word for word what happened. And then the second story is one of my favorites, which is the, uh, it's, it's all about a toy shop. It's all about a toy shop, and it's all about the um, second E in celebrity, which is engagement. So that is all there. So that's the the mothership stroke, Death Star stroke. Yeah. Um, If you want to get a brand new copy, a copy of the brand new book, should I say, the second edition came out literally four weeks ago. Uh, So celebrity service, you can go to Amazon.com. So go and get yourself a copy on Amazon. And all the usual channels at Jeff Ram for Twitter and of course LinkedIn, um, but another another one to look at, and I hope this is going to help a lot of your listeners. I truly do. My YouTube channel. I think there's over 120 videos now. So yes, you'll see me deliver on stage and deliver lots of stories and lots of ideas. There are a lot of celebrity service moments that I've captured throughout the world as well as marketing because the other topic that I speak about is OMG marketing. Subscribe, help yourself. It's all free. Go to the YouTube channel, 120 videos. Hope that they inspire you like they're inspiring my clients today. Brilliant. So Jeff, thanks so much. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Oh, it's been an absolute, it's lovely to hear from you. We, we, it was great to connect with you in Dallas and um, I wish all of your listeners every future success. There's so much great information that Jeff shared. And if you ever have a chance to see Jeff speak in person, jump at the opportunity. He's really fantastic on stage as he was in this episode. Let me give you a quick 30-second recap of the key information that I think you can use and apply to your business right away. First, most people think that they're already pretty good at customer experience. So we get complacent and we start to believe the hype on a good review instead of looking at the overall customer experience that we're creating. I love the fact that when Jeff speaks that overall people rate themselves an eight on a scale of eight, uh, scale of one to 10, which obviously can't be the case. And then his notion of celebrity service of what would you do if it was an A-list or celebrity? And then the acronym will break down, which is Consistency, excitement, love, engagement, bravado, response, independence, 
thank you, and you, your team. Remember, this show gets the direction from you, the listener. If there's a topic you think I should cover or a guest I should have on the program, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. Have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everybody can embrace, especially your customer.